everyone, and welcome to We Go Back. I'm your host, Ryan Obushukra, and on this week's episode, we will be reviewing the end, the series finale of Lost. Folks, this is the final episode. There's nothing left to spoil, so I'm going to give you guys straight-up responses in this, because there's nothing left to hide. So we open up to an awesome Flash Sideways and Island montage, which shows us the current state of events the characters are in. This all culminates in front of the church in the flash sideways where we see an oceanic van arrive with the remains of Christian Shepherd. One little detail to note, the driver is wearing a jumpsuit that looks exactly like the ones from the Dharma Initiative. But when Desmond gets back into the car, Kate questions why she's here. And Desmond's response is pretty important. He tells her that only she knows why she's here. What he's talking about is not figurative, it's literal. He's talking about this place. So I wanted to address this now, but we'll talk about it later on in the episode. The Flash Sideways exists after their lives. Back on the island, Jack recaps the group on what's going on after his meeting with Jacob. And it's really cool because I want you to notice how everyone starts taking initiative based on their knowledge of what's going on on the island. Take Sawyer, who knows that Desmond is in a well and that Man in Black is going to need him. Jack doesn't know that fact. And rather than Jack trying to do everything himself like we've seen him do in the past, he allows Sawyer to take that responsibility and go get Desmond. This brings up a very important part of Lost that we haven't really been able to dive deeply into in the past. All of the characters in Lost are pieces on a giant game board of the battle between the Man in Black and Jacob. Each one of these candidates all have been brought to the island for the specific purpose of correcting Jacob's mistake. So when you put it into context with the show, and what we hear over and over from characters like Locke that they're supposed to be here, we're really starting to see how all of this has come into play. Back in our flash sideways, in the scene where Hurley's picking up Charlie, I love that there's a little bit of that old school Hurley humor when he shows Saeed the Trank gun to try to get him to remember. And then when Charlie opens the door, if you notice his knuckles have the word fate on them. This will take us back to the jungle, where there's a very important conversation between Jack and Kate. He tells her that he took the job because the island is all he has left. This is very similar to Locke, who came to the island with nothing left outside of it. So Jack has really taken this position of a hybrid version of Locke and himself. However, Kate's response is really important here too. She explains to him that nothing is irreversible, which is the same thing he had told Locke in The Flash Sideways. Moving along, we find Sawyer at the well, eavesdropping on Man in Black, and even though he gets caught, you notice that he uses his skills to gain information from the Man in Black. He gets him to confirm his plan to destroy the island, and he also outs his intention to Ben. So again, we're seeing these pieces use their strengths And this will take us into our flash sideways where Miles spots Saeed at the Benefit concert. And this really starts putting things into motion because it guides James to go check on Sun and Jin. Which again continues to push all these characters to cross paths. Because as we find out later, Juliet is the doctor there. And Juliet's patient is Sun, which causes her and Jin to be reminded of their life. And one thing that I thought was great that they added on here, a lot of people complained about Gion and how both of them died and she was left on her own. But if you notice, they were reunited here and they were all able to move on together. 
Now, back on the island, we see Richard and Miles at the docks. Richard is seen getting his first gray hair, and this is signaling to you that his ability to never age is no longer valid, since Jacob is no longer protector. Now, Richard can live a mortal life, and he's paid his penance. On the way to Hydra Island, they find Frank floating in the water, and this helps show you that even though a character can have a pretty minor role, he can have a rather large impact. Because again, Frank is one of the pieces of this game. He's the pilot, and he can actually fly them off the island, rather than blowing the plane up. Now this will take us to the big face-off in the jungle between the newly anointed Jack and Man in Black. It's great that Jack tells him that he chose to take the position. One of Jacob's biggest points was that somebody needs to choose to do this, because Man in Black didn't believe that anybody would take this position by choice. In the next scene, Sawyer asks what we're all thinking, which is how he actually plans to kill the man in black. And then it's really all spelled out to us. Jacob sent Desmond as a weapon to help Jack kill the man in black. Sawyer realizes that it's a long con, and that Jacob has been putting all of these people here on the island to help him stop the man in black. Jack needs to have faith in Jacob's plan and trust that Desmond is going to help him stop the man in black. Desmond was able to see this afterlife and he's trying to get back to it. And this also explains Desmond's motivation for trying to help them out because he believes in doing this, he'll be able to go back to that place. In our flash sideways, Hurley tells Saeed that he's a good person, and that it's really him who needs to be able to decide that for himself. This touches back to many themes of judgment that we've seen on the island. We've heard Ben mention that the smoke monster is a form of judgment. We've seen the smoke monster judge people in the past, and this ties into a theme that Jacob has brought up before. When you come to this island, what you do here is the most important. And as we're seeing that repeated throughout this episode, he's kind of saying it's up to you to choose how you are moving forward. And that's why choice is such a big deal for Jacob. But we see that Saeed is a good person because when he sees people in trouble, he runs to help them. This leads him to Shannon, which causes him to remember. This will take us in our flash sideways where they're in the dressing room and we see Daniel. Like always, he seems to know what's going to happen or is happening. And this made me think that maybe this entire time, the reason why Daniel seems so confused and has a hard time remembering things is that he's constantly trying to keep straight two different timelines. The timeline here in the flash sideways that they've all constructed, as well as the original timeline that they all lived in. But during the concert, I did notice that Daniel plays the same song that David performed during his recital. And it's also the same song that Daniel played when he was a child. Back in the heart of the island, we see Desmond pull the plug and cause the light to go out. This surprises Desmond because as I mentioned earlier, he thought it would take him back to that place. But what it really does is it causes the man in black to be mortal. Because when Jack attacks him, we see blood coming from his mouth. Earlier on when Kate had dumped a bunch of bullets into him, they passed right through him. But here we can see that these rules no longer apply. 
Back in the jungle, in the scene where Desmond's being lowered into the heart of the island, I think it's really ironic that Jack and Man in Black are the ones looking down basically into another hatch. But one thing I found interesting here is that just like Jacob, Jack's main antagonist wears the mask of another person. For Jacob, it was his dead brother. For Jack, it's Locke. And now back in our flash sideways, we see Eloise, whose character has always been really confusing throughout the show. But if you look at her here, she fully understands the situation at hand. And that's because she does. And she always has. She knows that they are in a fabricated space where everything is happier for them. But she doesn't want to leave this space because she's getting everything that she wants. And the reason she's talking to Desmond here is because she's afraid he'll take Daniel with her. And that's everything she's ever wanted, is to be able to spend time with him. But if you look at these conversations in that context... These flash sideways make a little bit more sense. In this scene, we also see Kate, Claire, and Charlie finally able to remember, all being connected by Aaron, who is also in this place with them. So this answers whether or not Aaron moves on with his mother. Back on the island, if you notice, everything is shot a lot darker. We also see that the island is slowly being destroyed. This gives us the final big showdown between Jack and Man in Black. And in this scene we see Jack stabbed where his appendix would have been. And if he hadn't had it removed on the island in season three, he would have died. Just like Locke, who when shot by Ben, would have died if he didn't give his kidney to his father. So again, drawing more parallels between how Jack is now and Locke. This creates the opening for Kate, who shoots Man in Black and then gets kicked off the cliff. And I want to give a shout out to Ryan, who pointed out that he lands on the cliffside and never leaves the island. This will take us into our flash sideways where we see a post op John, and he remembers his life because he's starting to have feeling in his legs. A small detail is that this time, his left foot is the one that wiggles, whereas previously, we had always seen him move his right. I don't know if there's much significance to that, but it made me think that on the island, he was cured by the island, whereas in the flash sideways, he was cured by science. So we're sort of seeing John Locke coming to the same conclusion that Jack does on the island. And when Locke remembers his life, he points out to Jack that he doesn't have a son. And it's great that he's the one that does this, because he was always the one throughout the series challenging Jack to look at things differently. So when he tells him that he hopes somebody does for him what Jack just did, he's talking about making him remember. So back on the island, we see everybody scoot on over to Hydra to try to get on the plane. But Jack stays behind to fix what Desmond turned off, now that the man in black is gone. And this is very important. Desmond was able to pull the plug because he resisted electromagnetism. But I think only the island's protector can give it its light. Back in our flash sideways, we see Juliet and Sawyer finally meet up. And Juliet basically explains what Jacob is trying to do on the island. When she tells him that if you unplug it and plug it back in, the candy drops right out. 
She's basically telling him it resets it. And this is what actually happens later on on the island. But when the candy gets unstuck and she hands Sawyer the candy bar, we hear her say, we can go Dutch. Just like she did as she was dying on the island. Maybe in her dying moments, she was able to see the end. Moving along in the flash sideways, when Kate sees Jack after she's been enlightened, she tells him that she's missed him so much. So these flash sideways occur after they've lived their entire life. So when she sees Jack here, this is the first time that she's seeing him since he died on the island, and that's why she misses him so much. Back on the island, Jack tells Hurley that he should be the one to take over care of the island. This mirrors the same scene that Jacob had with his mother. The difference is that Jack tells Hurley that he believes in him, reciprocating that confidence Hurley gave him earlier in the episode. And then he passes care of the island on to him. And with that, Jack goes into the heart of the island. He finds Desmond, who thought he would have been transported into the Flash sideways, showing us that there are no shortcuts. And then he admits that Jack is right, and again reiterates that all of this matters. Everything they're doing on this island matters. And before Desmond is hoisted up by Ben and Hurley, Jack tells him, I'll see you in another life, which is kind of what the Flash sideways have been. And I love that this one line could have so much weight here at the end. Now let's go to Hydra Island, where they're trying to take off on the Ajira plane. This scene helps to illustrate how Jacob had a plan in motion, because we had seen them building this runway in Season 3. So not only was it a place for the Ajira flight to land, but it was also an escape route for the people that Jacob no longer needed on the island. So he gave them a way out. In the heart of the island, Jack replaces the cork and the water and light flows again. On the island, we see what Hurley's position has been throughout the entire series. He's told that to protect the island, he needs to do what he does best, and that's take care of people. And that's why I've always put a big emphasis on how Hurley reacts to the different people throughout the series. Because from season one, Hurley tries to take care of people. And in this conversation, it also answers a question that a lot of people had about Desmond, if he ever got off the island. They state here that one of the first things they'll do is get Desmond off this island. In the flash sideways, we see that Locke no longer is angry. He just seems happy. But when Hurley asks Ben if he's going to join them, Ben claims that he still has things he has to take care of. And I think he's talking about spending time with Alex. He's finally gotten what really meant to him most. And this will take us into the scene where Jack enters the church. Notice the background in this room has varied religious symbols throughout it. And then in the stained glass window, we see symbols of many major religions around a golden orb emanating light. This is encompassing all the different theologies that we've seen throughout Lost. So we finally get to see Jack remember, but Jack, like always, needs everything spelt out. So his father arrives and explains exactly what's been going on in the flash sideways. They literally tell you that everybody dies at some point and that this place was created so that they could all find each other after they've all died. Because the most important part of their lives is what they did together on the island. And this place helped them to remember that so that they could move on to whatever 
is next. And as the final moments of this episode close out on the island, we see Jack passing a white sneaker, which is the same sneaker he put on his father when he went to bury him. That's the same sneaker we see him pass in the pilot episode, so he's going back to the same place he started on this island. And as mirrored in our flash sideways, Christian Shepard, wearing those same white sneakers, opens the huge doors to a beautiful golden light. And as that fills the room in our flash sideways, Jack closes his eyes eyes and the plane takes off the island as Jack dies. And this will take us to the new man in charge, the epilogue. This is a fun little episode because this sort of ties up some loose ends. I feel like the first part gave you a bunch of answers to questions that didn't matter, like where the pallet of food comes from and how they're sent to the island and what the polar bears are there for. These are all things that are answered in the show or are really insignificant, but then we do get some great details like Dr. Chang warning that the electromagnetism at the orchid stage affects the polar bear's pregnancy, so that gives us an answer to why this caused complications in pregnant women on the island. It also explains what Room 23 was by showing you that it helped the Dharma Initiative wipe the memory of the hostels during interrogations. It also repeats the tradition of saying, I think we need to see that again after watching an orientation video. But the main focus is the closing up of one of the biggest hanging plots, Walt. We see Ben visit Walt at Santa Monica. What Ben and Hurley are here to do is have Walt help his father move on. And if you remember, Hurley found out that there are other people and they can't move on. So I think one of the things that the three of them are going to do is help those people move on just like everyone else. I think that's the job that Hurley references taking on the island. So folks, that takes us to the end of the series. There's a lot to comprehend in Lost. And the whole point of my podcast isn't for me to tell you every single detail in give you every single answer, because the most fun thing about Lost isn't knowing the answers, it's finding them in the show itself. I always described Lost like a well-written novel, because there's so many details that give you all the answers you need to understand the show. You just have to pay attention. So folks, if you ever have any thoughts, theories, questions, email me at wegobackpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at King Lord Brian. And until I see you folks again, y'all take care.